Hello, this is Alan Doherty in another podcast episode of Preventive Health and Safety. Thank you all so much for joining, and I appreciate some of the comments I've gotten over the last few podcasts, especially last week about depression. Uh, it is a really growing concern in the United States, and I understand right now there's a lot of legislation uh, across the country and in certain states to try to help be able to provide more care for people that have mental health issues, including depression, because uh, that particular population is very underserved. There just aren't enough hospitals or not enough practitioners, not enough clinics to go around to service all the people that have some type of a mental health issue that needs some help. So uh, thank you again for the comments. I'm glad it touched home with some of you. And uh, so do everything you can to pass that podcast on and others to uh, some friends, family, and other people that you may think would use the information in a constructive way. So today we're going to talk about alcohol. <laughs> uh, I told my kids today what this topic was going to be about. I'm not sure they quite agreed with it. But truth is, alcohol is one of those things that you just have to kind of balance very carefully. Now, when I say balance, I mean there's nothing wrong with drinking some. There's a lot wrong with drinking too much. So you've kind of got to have a good balance there. For instance, they do say, and I'll talk about it a little bit more here in a second, that a moderate amount of alcohol can be good for you. On the other hand, anything over a moderate amount of alcohol, and you could really be setting yourself up for injuries, diseases, and illnesses, and things that could really affect your life. So we're going to talk about those things today. Now, I hope that uh, you, you understand I'm just trying to be helpful. Uh, I know a lot of people love to drink. They love to party. They love to consume alcohol. And, you know, you just have to put it in perspective with anything else. I love to eat. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I got to admit it. I love to eat. And I love to eat mostly the wrong things. Uh, but, you know, no matter how much I love to eat, no matter how I go around saying, man, I just can't wait to get that all-you-can-eat buffet so I can just pile it on, I can say that all I want. But the truth is, I know deep down in my heart that eating like that is bad for my health. So I want you to have the same opinion today of the things that we're saying. I want you to know after we're done of a certainty that if you drink more than a moderate amount of alcohol, you could be in trouble later on down the road. Now, they've had several discussions and meetings and, and communications on exactly what a moderate amount of alcohol is. In other words, here's moderation. So what is that level of moderation? All right, so here it is. Ready? Drum roll. For men, it's two drinks a day. Two drinks a day. For women, it's one drink a day. So if you're a man and you drink more than two drinks a day, you are drinking over the level considered to be moderate. And if you're a woman and you drink more than one drink a day, you're drinking over the limit that would consider you to be a moderate drinker. So then what actually is considered a drink? Glad you asked. If you had a 12-ounce can of beer, for instance, or a bottle of beer, 
that is considered one drink. Or if you had an eight or nine ounce glass of tap beer, which is usually a little bit stronger. If you have that, that is considered a drink. If you drink one half glass of wine, that's considered a drink. Or if you have one drink, like a hard drink, a hard liquor drink, and it's about one and a half ounces, then you're looking at a moderation level. So those are what your drinks are, okay? So you can have those things uh, right there. And if you drink those one a day for women, two a day for men, you're drinking within moderation. So when you talk about moderate alcohol consumption, the things that it can be helpful in is the fact that it raises your good uh, cholesterol, which your HDL cholesterol. It can actually help boost that up a little bit. Not only that, it can lower your blood concentrations of fibrinogen. Now, fibrinogen, obviously, you probably know already, has a lot to do with the clotting of your blood. Sometimes that clotting factor gets a little bit too high, can put you at a higher risk for a stroke or, or even heart disease and, and cardiovascular, coronary artery disease. Those things can all be attributed to, a lot of times, an increased clotting factor. So the fibrinogen is reduced just a little bit when we're talking about uh, the, the you know effects of maybe a little bit of a drink, one drink or moderate drink per day. It also cuts the risk of diabetes, and sometimes it can reduce stress and anxiety for a short time. You know, so these are what we would consider the benefits. Now, I don't, there probably aren't many people that go around drinking alcoholic beverages for their health benefits, if you understand what I'm saying, okay? Uh, when I, well, I was going to say when I was a teenager, but I better not talk. When my kids listen to this podcast, I'll be in big trouble. But, uh, well, you know, of course, all of us had times when we thought it was really cool to drink as much as we could, and then we'd get sick, and then we'd feel horrible, and then we wish we'd never drink again, and then next weekend we'd do it again. But the truth is, most people don't drink alcohol because it has some uh, health benefits associated with it. There are other reasons for that. And, of course, you know how alcohol affects the mind. It can do a lot of things. It can decrease inhibitions, which uh, can be good at some times. I mean, if you're a little nervous or a little shy or a little something and, you know, you just have one drink, maybe it'll help you do those things that you want to do. Maybe you can ask that girl out or ask that guy out or, 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 or volunteer to do something that you were afraid to volunteer to before just with a little edge off, okay, that's what I'm saying. And we'll talk a little bit more about the detriments of going in that direction. But it, it can do things like that. It can reduce stress after a busy day and everything's just going crazy in your mind. Sometimes it's nice to come in and have a, you know, have a half a glass of wine and just, you know, drink it slowly and uh, let it kind of calm your nerves down a little bit, so to speak. So, so those things are some of the benefits that we see in moderate drinking of alcohol. Now... The trouble is, and when we talk about drinking, the most beneficial drink, of course, you probably can guess it right off the bat, is red wine. They found a lot of good things in red wine. It has antioxidants. Uh, and so it's probably, if, if you do drink for health, if you want to have a drink per day for health, that would be the recommendation, to have a little bit of red wine every day, 
just one if you're a woman, two if you're a male, and uh, that will perhaps help get your HDL up and give you some extra antioxidants that will help you uh, get through life and maybe even prolong your life a little bit. So there are some things to be said for that. But on the other hand, and you knew there was going to be another hand, didn't you? On the other hand, alcohol abuse is the third leading cause of preventable death in the United States. The third leading cause of preventable deaths in the United States. These deaths can be from accidents. They can be from car accidents. They can be from chronic diseases. And then again, social problems. And we'll talk a little bit more about some of these in a minute. But the truth is that alcohol has a lot more possible damaging results than it really does having some health benefits. So I guess what I'm trying to say is you've, you've got to remember once you start down that road of consuming alcohol, you've got to really understand that it is so very important, number one, to stay within the moderation level, and number two, you've got to remember it can be addicting. It can cause you to change so many things in your life. Besides death and besides accidents and injuries, you know the stories of all the people that have spent all their paycheck on alcohol and the wife and kids were at home without any food or electricity. And I mean, you've heard the horror stories. They're just terrible. We talk about drug abuse. Did you know that alcohol addict, or excuse me, alcohol, when you drink alcohol to excess, um, you know, and have that problem, it's actually considered the leading type of drug abuse. Alcohol is, yeah. When you abuse alcohol, it is the number one substance drug that is abused in the United States. So it is a big deal. It's worse than all the other drugs. So when we're talking about your alcohol consumption, remember, you've got to make sure you stay within that limit if you want to keep it healthy. And number two, you've got to make sure that you don't get addicted to it to the point where you are going to continue to drink past that moderation level. And I've spoken to a lot of people, and, and, and they tell me their story. It's like, well, I drank some, you know, and, it, and I got a little buzz, got a little, okay, I wasn't drunk, I wasn't out of control. And then I found myself being able to drink a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, and it never bothered me. Well, that's because your body's developing a tolerance to it. And you are going to be able to drink it more. Now, if you took me out right now and gave me a couple cans of beer, I'd be tipsy. I know people that could probably drink six, eight cans of beer and never even feel it. You see what I'm saying? We, our bodies build up that tolerance. But while our body's building up that tolerance to alcohol, the alcohol itself is causing havoc in our body. So you've got to remember that. You don't want to have that addiction problem. You don't want to. You don't want to go where you're drinking over being over moderate. And, and you get to the place where, you know, you're having symptoms of alcoholism and your family's getting concerned and, you know, you lose your job and you end up in some kind of programming. It's not worth it, okay? There's a lot of things out there you can enjoy in life. Don't enjoy the things that are going to get you addicted in a bad way. You know, if you want to get addicted to something, 
get addicted to exercise. I mean, just get out there and really start lifting weights and jogging and maybe riding a stationary bicycle or get on the treadmill. Eating healthy. That's a good habit to start. What I'm trying to say is if you're going to get addicted to something, don't get addicted to something that's going to be harmful to you and your family. All right? I'm not preaching, I promise. I'm just talking here. So when you think about, we talked about alcohol-related accidents, 37, listen to this, 37 people die every hour in the United States from an alcohol-related car accident. In the year 2021, 13,384 people died in a car accident due to uh, somebody being intoxicated with alcohol. 13,384. That was actually a 14% increase from back in 2020. Can you imagine that? 2020 and then 2021, one year later, a 14% increase in traffic or, or automobile accident deaths that were related to alcohol. It is, it can be a very dangerous, damaging drug. And by the way, I'm not talking about the Skid Row bomb so to speak, quote, that everyone sees with a, a brown paper bag in their hand and just going from place to place to try to find more to drink. I'm not just talking about people that sit at home in a, in a maybe a, a, a really low economic household and all they do is sit around and drink beer all night. I'm talking about people that are really high up in society. I'm talking about white-collar workers making, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, a half million dollars a year, they're just as apt to develop a, a habitual alcohol problem as anybody else is. As a matter of fact, it seems like a lot of times when people get reach that top level of a layer of, of, of success, they seem like they feel like it's almost a status symbol to to have a glass of bourbon or to have some wine or have martinis all the time. And it, it can be very, very dangerous. Even though you're trying to stimulate your social status, you could be very well ruining your health status. So really be thoughtful about that. Not only that, uh, there are some medical problems that can take place as well, like fatty liver disease. Now, we started with fatty liver disease because a lot of times it can be and stay very benign. In other words, it, it may not be harmful. But sometimes these fatty deposits will end up getting some scar tissue in there. And uh, sooner or later, there's going to be some problems with the liver. It can progress down to cirrhosis of the liver. And it can, in fact, bring the liver to such a condition where it's ripe for cancer. And you know, liver cancer kills so many people in the United States every year, and so does cirrhosis. And most of those, now there are types of cirrhosis and are types of, of fatty liver disease that are not caused by alcoholism and are drinking alcohol at all. But on a, on a large portion, a large run, it sure is uh, really connected to people that drink a lot of alcohol. It's just something. It targets the cells in the liver, and that's where it's going to do the most damage. Not only that, it's pretty high in calories. It's about, you know, uh, uh, seven grams or seven calories per one gram of alcohol. And you say, eh, I drink light beer. 
Well, that's good, but the alcohol in the light beer still is very high in calories. Okay, so, you know, you see people all the time just chugging beer all the time. They have that big beer belly. Well, that's part of the reason. The other part's just consuming so much liquid. <laughs> it just kind of builds up there. But the truth is that a lot of times people are going to gain weight when they're huge alcohol consumers. Alcohol is also related very closely with depression and some type of emotional or basically stress-related mental issues. And because, and it's kind of like a cycle. You know, you're feeling down, so you start consuming some alcohol, and then you start consuming some more alcohol, and then you realize you're consuming too much alcohol, which now makes you even more depressed. Why? Because when you were drinking and when you were depressed, you weren't doing much. And you started drinking and you started doing even less. So now your productivity's gone down. Your lifestyle's taken a huge bit and it just keeps going around and around. The more depressed you get, the more you drink, the more you drink, the more depressed you get. And it, you'll never get out of any type of mental health issues, including stress and depression, by drinking alcohol. You may need therapy. You may need counseling. You may need medications. There's a lot of things that can help you with those things, but alcohol won't be one of them. Trust me. Do, do your research. Get on Google. Look at, look at the statistics. It'll tell you that alcohol is usually more of a detriment to people that have any type of mental health condition than it is ever a help. So when you take a look at all these things and realize that, you know, there's so many people that get killed, you know, how many, how many shootings have been started and caused by people that have been influenced by alcohol? How many fights and how many murders and how many terrible things have happened because someone's gotten past the point of control? Well, that's not me. I never get that far. Okay. Well, then let's just remember the health issues as well because there's a lot of them. Uh, you're talking about diabetes. You're talking about heart disease. You're talking about liver problems. You're talking about a lot of things that could shorten your lifespan, that can deteriorate your health, and could really ruin your well-being and lifestyle. So think about it. So what, what can we take away from this little podcast today? What we can take away is this. Alcohol in itself is not bad. Okay. It's not evil, it's not wicked, uh, and there are some instances where if you drink in moderation, it may even have a little bit of a health benefit associated with it. But on the other hand, if you go above the moderation level and you're drinking for just in excess too often, too much, it is going to take its toll on your body. You know, I work in dialysis. I, yeah, I think I've mentioned that before on my podcast. And, you know, I, I work with dialysis patients all the time and you try to tell them to do the right things. Don't eat these foods. Don't eat those foods. Make sure you watch how much fluid you take in. And, and they listen a little bit, but then all of a sudden they say, Hey, I did drink a little bit too much and I feel fine. Or I skipped one of my treatments and I feel fine. Or, you know, I just go in for three hours instead of four hours every day because I got stuff to do. I'm a busy man. And they, they say, I feel fine. 
And it may be that way for a while, but sooner or later it will catch up to you. And that's the same thing with alcohol. You know, there's a lot of people who may be drinking in excess right now. You may be listening to me and you say, yeah, I do drink more than what you consider to be moderate. And I do it all the time and I never had a problem. Okay, but the long term issues that you're going to face because you're drinking more than a moderate level will be apparent someday. And you don't want to be in that situation where you say, I sure wish I would have listened to that guy on that podcast because he told me if I kept drinking like this, I was going to have problems and I should have listened to him. So, and it's not me. Please don't take my word for it. I encourage you with every single podcast that I do to do your research, Google it, and and see for yourself that what I'm saying is true. All right. Well, thank you for listening. And again, maybe you know some folks that say, yeah, they do drink a little bit more than they probably should. Or maybe you have some, maybe you're a middle-aged man or woman and some of your children like to whoop it up quite a bit. And, you know, even when they're adults and living in their own homes, you know, that doesn't mean that we're not parents anymore, right? Say, just take a listen to this podcast for me and, and just listen. And let's look up some things on the Internet about what all alcohol can do to you, even though you don't seem like it's bothering you at all. Thanks for joining. And we'll look forward to seeing you again next week.